0: you and gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live
2: Worldwide. your inside look into combat sports brought to you by the WBO, the world boxing organization pedro let me let me say congratulations
3: on your long time in radio you are your team and for your ratings man i was reading about that i'm very uh, impressed with you pedro
0: and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I I can give a good fight, you know, so, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another, but I'm going to get the job done.
3: Domenic Caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, live, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, no, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Welcome to Ring Talk. My name is Pedro. And, of course, we have a new world heavyweight champion. No, we don't. He's been heavyweight champion for a long time. We're about Tyson Fury, of course, the linear world heavyweight champion. Never lost his title. Of course, lost his title a little bit to cocaine and depression. But outside of that, once he licked coke, he was back on his stick. And, last night, of course, last Saturday night... He licked Deontay water like a stamp. I mean, he beat on Deontay so bad that black people, if they want to ask for reparations, they should hear it. This should be the instance in which they ask for reparations because he was beat down so bad. It was like, hey, if they were domestic partners, it would have been attempted murder. I kid you not. It was just like... One side of a battle. Of course, Tyson Fury knocking Deontay Wilder down. I mean, just punking him out with a body shot. A heavyweight knocking you down with a body shot. That's the ultimate punk out. It just was. And, of course, Deontay Wilder, we'll hear from him and Tyson Fury in just a second. But he was in denial, as are the rest of the Deontay Wilder fans. I can't believe it. And it split down the line. This is a racial thing. I kid you not. The black folks are, we got robbed. Something happened. His leg was bad. No, he flat out got his ass Ass whoop! That's what happened. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, live Worldwide, of course, on the Sports Byline broadcast network, iHeart Radio, Sirius XM, satellite radio, and about a thousand other internet platforms. The listener line one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine that's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, if you don't know it now, shame on you. You're in
1: charge of hiring, and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you this sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure.
0: See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Post your next job at indeed.com hire and try skills tests for free. Terms and conditions apply.
4: A little
2: story about Boost Mobile. Davis, I am feeling pain. What, your dog die? Your girlfriend left you. No, the pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't. Without Boost Mobile, I got an old phone. It makes my life sad. I feel so alone. I'm switching to Boost, getting 4 phones for free.
0: Your
2: yeah, Samsung Galaxy is for my whole family.
0: Switch to Boost Mobile and get 4 lines for $25 per line per month with unlimited data and 4 free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network. Step up with Boost Mobile. New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See boostmobile.com or Retailer for full details.
3: 426-2301. The Soul Side of Town. My boys from across the bay, of course, Tower of Power, their latest presentation. Check it out, towerpower.com It is their new LP, album, CD, call it what you want, presentation. I'm talking about the Soul Side of Town, the mighty Tower of Power. 51, make that 52 years of fuck coming to you from the... Godfathers of Soul, of course, in the East Bay. Straight up, you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Deontay Wilder failed miserably to uh, really do anything against Tyson Fury. What can I say? After the referee's instructions, he wasn't in the fight. He just wasn't. I mean, look at the way it went down. Tyson Fury owned him around once, round two, round three, round four, round five, round six, round seven. Knocked him down twice. I mean, what more can you do? And they're calling this the greatest heavyweight title fight in like the past 25 or 30 years. It was a beatdown of monumental proportions. I mean, how can you call that a great heavyweight title fight? I mean, it was a great fight for Tyson Fury, but it wasn't a competitive fight. It wasn't the competitive fight that Ozmaker said it was going to be. Las Vegas and, of course, the squares, and a lot of people out there listening to this show are squares. And, and this is no knock on you, but you bet wilder. and why would you beat a why would you bet a one trick pony? I mean he's only got one trick, that's the right hand. And if you look at the history of these two guys now, they box 19 rounds, right? Tyson Fury's won 17 of those rounds. And guess what? The two rounds that he lost, they only lost like five seconds in each round. So it's like a, a big, big wallopin for Tyson Fury. I mean, he's just, he's owned Deontay Wilder in both these fights. And I can't believe that the the squares went out there. Las Vegas ate it up, man. They ate it up. Of course, Deontay Wilder ending a minus 135 favorite. Tyson Fury a uh uh minus I take that back a plus one thirty underdog. So straight up, you got to give Tyson Fury some props. He went the entire fight. Just kicking an ass, and we're gonna say, kicking an ass and taking air. Let's go to the actual fight call. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the time of one minute, 39 seconds in round number seven. A referee in charge, Kenny Bayless, recognizes the request to the corner and stops the contest. He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still the undefeated
0: lineal heavyweight champion and the new WBC heavyweight champion of the world. The Gypsy King, Tyson Fury!
4: You're a warrior, you proved that tonight. You did not want your corner to stop it. First off, how are you? I'm doing good, you know. Um, things like this happen. Um, the best man won tonight, but my trunk, my, 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 my coat, my side threw in the towel. And, you know, I'm ready to go out on my shield, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of things going on coming into this fight, but it is what it is. You know, my I, I was already, my leg was already recoming in due to other little things. But, you know, I make no excuses tonight. I just wish that my corner would have let me win out on my shield. I'm a warrior, and that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? But um, he did what he did. There's no excuses, and we come back and be stronger. They did something to protect you, which is their job, which is important. Now, how do you recover from something like what happened tonight? I mean, even the greatest, even the greatest I loved and came back. You know what I'm saying? That's just part of it. And you just have you take it taken what it is. You know what I'm saying? I can't make no excuses tonight. Got a lot of complications. And, uh, like I said, we'll come back even stronger the next time around. You know, this is what big-time boxing is all about. The best must fight the best. I just appreciate all the fans that came out tonight and support the show. And, um... Uh, I hope everybody goes back home and get back home safely. Thank you very much, Deontay. We wish you the best, and we'll speak to the champion momentarily. I
0: hope all champions across all weight classes just listen to what Deontay Wilder said. The best must fight the best, and when you do, you get mega events like this. CompuBox stats are brought to you by Proper 12 Irish Whiskey. Look no further than the ledger of Tyson Fury when it comes to power punches. He threw 160. He came in with purpose to destroy, to get rid of Deontay Wilder. He did so by landing 58, and now he's with Bernardo.
3: Tyson, describe
0: what it feels to do what you just did. You said it, you called it, and you made it happen. You know, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I said, those who bring evil against me will not prosper. I said, those who stand in the dark can never come into the light. All praise be to the one and only true God, Jesus Christ. Secondly, I just want to say big shout out to Deontay Wilder. You know, he came here tonight. He manned up, he really did show heart of a champion. I hit him with a clean right hand and dropped him, and he got back up and battled on into round seven. He is a warrior, he will be back, he will be a champion again. But I will say, the king has returned to the top of the throne. Big shout out. Big shout out. Top rank. Big shout-out, Frank Warren, Bob Arum, MTK Global, Barbea, BT, UK, Wow Hydrate. Second of all, I said, I'd sing a song tonight, didn't I? Yeah! A long, long time ago, I can still remember How that music used to make me smile <laughs> Sing along if you know the words. And I knew by him
3: brought the crowd together i kid you not the crowd was split they were split down the middle of course we talk about the tyson fury fans and deontay wilder fans but he made an attempt to bring the crowd together as he did in their first fight what 15 60 months ago of course that could have erupted into a riot at the staple center in the city of angels of course when Deontay Wilder got a draw with Tyson Fury having lost 10 of the 12 rounds and maybe, you know, I mean, the way that Tyson Fury won that fight, he won that fight going away as far as scorecards were concerned, but it's sort of like getting a 21 in blackjack and getting beat by a guy with holding 17 at 10 and a 7. That's what happened that night as far as the Wilder draw was concerned, but there was no draw the other night. It was a beat down, no doubt about that, a beat down. But you know, when you look at Deontay Wilder's career, And Hector Martinez is, like, jumping all over this, has been for a long, long time. But he's had, like, 42, 43 fights. But 33 of those fights were, like... Work fights. You know what I mean by work fights? And I was fighting Scott Cuddy and Pete Fernandez and people like that. Just work fights. Just guys you're going to mow over, but you need a little bit of work. You've been in the gym. So we give you a little, little, little actual on the job training per se. That's what that's all about. So he had all that on the job training. Of course, a 2004 Olympic bronze medalist, a bronze bomber from the boxing mecca that is Mobile, Alabama, not, um, but, you know, he never learned ABCs. I mean, he had no footwork. He had no jab. He didn't throw any combinations. Um, what did he do? That he, In fact, what I thought was really, really, really showed his boxing ignorance or his lack of acumen, per se. I'm talking about Deontay Wilder, of course. As I said, Mobile, Alabama, this is what he calls home, was that the fact that he held his hand so low, especially that left hand, after getting clipped with that right hand. Let me tell you this. If you can't hold your hand up after some guy smacking you, hitting you all in your face... As hard as he can, and he's six foot ten. You're not a smart person. You're dumber than you look. That's all I can say. At the end of the night, TKO seven. The corner uh, threw in the towel. Mark Breland, my buddy from the 1984 Olympic team, of course, and Olympic gold medals, but um, a, a decent trainer, I would think. But not with Deontay Wilder. I mean, because you know, if you look at Mark working that corner, and I've said this before, a good work, uh, a good uh, watch a corner man when the guy sits down on a stool. What does he do right away? Well Mark Reeling was pouring water down Deontay Wilder's mouth. I mean, right as he sat down the stool. Instead of getting his breath together, instead of giving him some strategy, there was no strategy. They had no there was I don't think there was a plan A let alone a pan B. At the end of the night, Tyson Fury completely dominant. And now, uh, Deontay Wilder has said he's going to assert his, um, immediate rematch clause. I, I, I don't know why, unless, you know, he wants to really get carried out on his shield, because he will if they, if they rumble a third time. Straight up, time to bring in the Bronx Bomber. I'm talking about Boxing's true PhD from the Bronx himself. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer. Socrates, good morning or good afternoon to you back there, sir.
5: Hey, good afternoon, Pedro. I'm I'm doing well. Right? I'm sorry, I almost uh, tripped over one of these Deontay Wilder's excuses that's been dropping out of the out of the sky this whole week. I mean, has anyone's credibility dropped so much? I mean, other than the stock market this week, I mean, Deontay Wilder's credibility, just as far as being his own self accountability, is just in the in the dumps right now. He's cutting videos quoting his uh his suit was too heavy uh from if anything he's picking them up out of the sky you know it's terrible
3: funny some of the uh, wilder training clips that i saw he was wearing a 40 pound training vest while he was training so i think he, that was something he would be interested in. he would be uh somewhat uh used to but at the end at the end of the night a, a man made a statement and and that was Tyson Fury there's no doubt about it not the greatest singer in the world but he did something he brought that crowd together and you know and I thought about it if there was really a, a guy right now that could bring boxing together it might be Tyson Fury not too many people I think can go down racial lines I think he could cut across those racial lines because you know all due respect, the black people that 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 really wanted Deontay Wilder to win, and they're still in denial of Wilder losing. Um, they didn't boo. They didn't boo Tyson Fury. They didn't knock him when he was singing or anything like that. They realized that he was reaching out to them with genuine warmth.
5: I think Tyson Fury, on his worst day, is far more charismatic than Deontay Wilder could ever be on his best day. I think Deontay Wilder. Um, and it's easy to kick a dog while he's down, but you know what? Deontay Wilder has never really shown any type of humility. You know, even though the true boxing fans, just like you said, and not just fans, but people that that are that have seen one or two fights in their lifetime, knew that you know what? Deontay Wilder, yeah, he's knocking people out, yeah, he's breaking records, but he's really doing it against subpar competition. He's not really He's, he's never shown that he's been tested. And the one time he was tested, you know, it, it was against a 50-year-old, uh, against Ortiz. And then the other time he lost, although they gave him a draw. So he said, Deontay Wilder kind of was a little bit of a fraud to begin with. And he was fully exposed uh, last week.
3: Socrates Palmer, Boxing's P.A.C. live on Ring Talk, live worldwide. Back with more Ring Talk after the break.
4: Things like this happen. Um, the best man won tonight, but my trunk, my, 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 my coat, my side threw in the towel. And, you know, I'm ready to go out on my shield, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of things going on coming into this fight, but it is what it is. You know, my I, I was already, my leg was already recoming in due to other little things. But, you know, I make no excuses tonight. I just wish that my corner would have let me went out on my shield. I'm a warrior.
6: Got the fish you. Cause there's only so much heart. Oil- Products they offer increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
0: Do you owe ten thousand dollars or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851.
2: 800-439-7851 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
1: Hey, Pedro, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. And there's anything I can do for you
4: anytime, you let me know.
3: Let the music play just a little bit. Johnny Tapia would have been 53 years old February 13th. Of course, our house historian, uh, Bill Owen, Grandmaster Billow, and of course, Teresa Tapia reminded me of that a couple of weeks ago. Bottom line is... He is a personality and a figure that doesn't come along too often. He I'll be missed, no doubt, about the family. Still misses him. I think he was a character. Never knew what Johnny was going to say. No matter what the circumstances, you never knew what would come out of Johnny Tabby's mouth. If you expected a yes, it might be a no. You never knew. Bottom line is, we miss him. Bah, the baby face assassin. La Vida Loca, call him what you want. I call him Johnny Tapia. Straight up, let's go back to the Bronx, of course, and the boxing's only true PhD. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer. Now, Sock, there is fights on tonight, of course. Uh, Jesse, uh, I take that back. Vargas. Jesse Vargas, of course, and Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia stepping up the weight again for the second time in a row after losing to Earl Spence, getting drubbed 12 rounds. Um. Why won't Mikey Garcia go to 135 or maybe 140 pounds, where there seems to be some decent money fights there? Why? Why 147?
5: Uh, that's a question that he can only answer himself. I mean, one would right right away when the fighter doesn't want to make weight, you start to think, well, maybe he doesn't want to work hard anymore. You know, maybe he doesn't want to make those sacrifices. Uh, to lose at, at seven, oh, 7 pounds, at least, they figure he would have more success in uh, fighting at. Um, obviously, when he fought the last time at 147 pounds, he looked like a young boy fighting a grown man. He had no business being in that weight class. He still probably doesn't. Um, just, I don't know, it, it puzzles me. And he's fighting a guy that is a strong fighter, Physically, I mean, Jesse Vargas is not a world beater. Uh, the times that he's had big moments, uh, he's come up a little short. But look we came short up against, against Manny Pacquiao, uh, Tim Bradley. And in the Tim Bradley fight, he actually hurt him in the last round, if I remember correct. Mm-hmm. He could punch. He's strong. Uh, he fought uh, Adrian Broner. Uh, the one thing he's shown that he does tire some towards the end. A fights, even even though he did hurt uh, Bradley in the, in the last round of their fight. Uh, he fights in spurts, but he's physically a strong guy, and he's probably going to outweigh Mikey by tonight after the weigh-in, probably anywhere between 10 to 15 pounds, and that could be uh, telling. It's not an easy fight for Mikey.
3: Two years ago, pound for pound, the king was, according to Max Kellerman, or Max Keller boy, like I got to call him, um, was... Roman Gonzalez, Chocolito. Then he got melted down well, not once but twice by the guy from Thailand who was in time in turn beaten by Juan Estrada. Bottom line is he's taken on an undefeated lad by the name of Khalid Yafi who's 26-0 with 18 wax. Is is this young man, can he fight from the UK?
5: I would be a hypocrite and I would be lying on these airways if I said I, I've ever seen anything on him. Um,
3: I know, there, I there is nothing on contract.
5: him. <laughs> yeah, I can only go by what what is on box rec? I, I really don't know him. I, I apologize for that. Uh, at one point, Chocolatito was the flavor of the month. Uh, he was the 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 boxing nerd's best pound for pound fighter. I kind of always took that with a grain of salt, man. I mean, Chocolatito was good, maybe probably overrated. And like you said, uh, he was dealt with easily. You know, uh, he
3: got by, owned. Um,
5: yeah, by the fellow from, um,
3: Wings, from uh, Thailand. Listen, We have a hard time with his name We'll just call him Wingsack
5: Yeah, he, 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 he battered Chocolatito Fighters at those lower weight classes Tend to age a little faster um, Than in other classes uh, Let's see, maybe You know, Gonzalez still Has something left in the tank uh, And you know, he's able to you know, make some couple more paydays yeah. a, a nice guy though, very class act Uh, humble comes from the same town as Alexis Arguello. So, you know, let's see what happens.
3: Um, there was a card on the zone that was canceled, uh, yesterday. It was, uh, of course, because of the coronavirus. Speaking of the coronavirus, when I came in today, I brought my own headphones. I sprayed the microphone. <laughs> I, no, no, don't laugh. Don't laugh. I sprayed this entire, I, I scrubbed this entire studio down. It's clean to begin with, but I scrubbed it down like you wouldn't believe it. It's like you could operate in here. Okay. That's just the way it is. Cause that's the way it's going to be for the next few months. I'm sorry, but better to be cautious and to have a little uh, concern than to, to, to get this stuff and, like, you know, because, uh, listen, we're in San Francisco. Chinatown is real close. People that have been in China are in this area. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? There's no sense in, in yeah. laughing at this.
5: No, it's it's, it's better to, be precaution, you know, to have precaution than to lament uh, being careless. You know, uh, yeah, they, from what I, the little bit that I understand of this uh, uh, disease is that, the cleaner you are, the better chance you're going to, you know, be uh staying away from it. Also, if you're already in good health, you should be okay with it. So, you know, just, uh I don't know, it's one of those things that we have to deal with, but you should always practice good uh, hygiene anyway, right?
3: Yeah, but you know what? I was a cop, and I'll tell you, I guess more people <laughs> practice low-gene than hygiene. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: Ah! Did you get that one, Sock? No, I'm sorry, I went over my head Oh, (laughs) Okay Back to the bottom line is, boxing seems to be doing well. We've got a world heavyweight champion that actually, is is actually, but he's actually the world heavyweight. What I mean by that world is that everybody in just about every country now recognizes Tyson Fury as a man. Anthony Joshua, he may have a couple of belts, including my sponsor's belt, the WBO belt, but you know, those belts, he, he can sort of like wipe his butt with them, and the bottom line is everybody still (laughs) knows, no, no, it's sort of the truth, because everybody knows Tyson Fury is the man.
5: 100%. Hundred percent, he is the man. Um, I know that Deontay Wilder uh, said he was going to exercise a rematch clause, but in reality, does he have to? There's, there's no need for a third fight. Who wants to see that? And it's a bigger payday for him to go in the UK. They would probably have to build an arena like like the World Cup. They could, I, I'm a, I'm, I would bet they could get one hundred fifty thousand people okay. between uh, Fury Joshua fight. Yeah.
3: February, tw- February 25th, 1964, according to our house historian, Grandmaster Billow. Uh, he said, of course, that was the Clay Liston fight. When you look back on, on the on the impact that that one fight had, in box, it had on boxing as a PhD, can you sum it up in 90 seconds? Sum it up in
5: 90 seconds. Well, it made for one of the most historic. Wait, is, are
3: we talking two? or, or, or one, one. One. No, no, not two. One.
5: Oh, oh okay, okay. I was going to say, because two had probably the most iconic photograph ever taken of an athlete, you know, with Ali standing over the prone Listen, Uh the first fight, wow, it was a shot in the arm. You know, it really was. It was, to sound corny and cliche, to sh- shake up the world. Uh, to see a, a fighter that young rise to the occasion, just um, brilliant, beat a, a modern-day scary man, just a guy that was... That you'd probably be more afraid of him outside of the ring than inside of the ring. in Sonny Liston, and an iconic moment, one of the great moments in the history of sport. And you know, a legend was born. You,
3: you, you talked about that second fight, of course, that epic photo of, of Muhammad Ali standing over over Sonny Liston. If you look right between his legs and right <laughs> below Ali's cup,
5: there's there's Larry Merchant. Larry Legend, yes, the voice of uh, HBO and true legend Larry Merchant
3: we wish the Godfather Uh, of course a wonderful Saturday as well as the Godmother speaking of a wonderful Saturday and Sunday man you have a great week we'll talk real soon
5: thank you appreciate the opportunity as always enjoy your weekend
3: the great Socrates Palmer folks boxing's true PhD on ring talk live worldwide gonna switch gears a bit and talk mixed martial arts and boxing and uh, the USC after the break you're tuned to ring talk live worldwide I'm feeling like a million bucks what can go wrong nothing now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. Boxing.com. This WBO The World Boxing Organization. Well
1: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt.
2: Your business ideas need room to run wild. But there's no room for error when you're raising the bar. A reliable partner can make a real difference. That's the role of a realtor. An irreplaceable expert who represents your values. A reassuring voice of reason, helping you research and reach the right decisions. So you can run your business without running the risk. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are.
0: Joshua... Looks so tired. I think he wants out. He says that's it. He says that's it. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. I am the Frito Bandido. I like Frito's corn chips. I
3: love them. I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from He's back. I'm talking about Andy Ruiz, the heavyweight champion of the world, or at least a. a for a portion, a portion of that, just for a minute, I'm talking about, of course, the, the Mexican-American guy with a nice record, and amateur background, and he could fight, no doubt about that. But training is not his forte. I mean, no, unless you call training at the taco truck. Straight up, Andrew Ruiz on film this weekend, of course, on Instagram or something like that from drunk and drinking uh, shots with some guys. And it looked like there was some white powder on the table in front of him. Now, coincidence, perhaps. Andrew Ruiz, cocaine, what am I trying to say? He's just a piece of work. And I mean, uh, there's a lot of things I like to say about Andy Ruiz, but the FCC prevents me from doing so. And, of course, if I did, uh, i just tell you the truth. It would just be the straight-up truth. He is the biggest fraud to ever come along since maybe Paul Newman and Robert Redford in that movie The Sting. What was that, back in 1972, something like that, when they pulled off the con of the century? No. Andy Ruiz pulled off the con of the century. And it's only it only happened because Anthony Joshua was lame and brought his chin to the dance. What do I mean by that? Look at Ruiz was a smaller guy. He was fat. He was out of shape. He had a sh- one punch. Uh, he had a one punch chance. You know, catch a guy with one shot and get him hurt. And he did hurt Joshua with that one shot. And from that point forward, Joshua really wasn't the real deal. Not that he ever was, of course. The 2012 Olympic gold medals from the UK and currently the, the WB, IBF, and WBO title holder. Of course, those belts won't get him through the door, but it'll probably get him a unification match, maybe with Tyson Fury somewhere down the road. That's the fight that people want to see. But what I'm trying to tell you is back to the. Big picture. The world heavyweight championship right now, as we look at it, is run is controlled by the Gypsy King and Bob Arum. And you know the real losers last week, who were the real losers? Not Deontay Wilder as much as it was the man that controls them, Al Heyman, of course the man that runs premier boxing champions. Why do I say that? he was hoping to cash in on Deontay Wilder. That's why they, listen, they've been sort of careful with Wilder. I mean, they've been careful in who they put him up against. Not that I'm trying to say they avoided anybody. Not was a, there's some killers in the last four or five years that they avoided, but the bottom line is that 42 fights, he fought 35 stiffs, maybe 32, 33 stiffs. At the end of the day, he deserved to get his head handed to him because he was not a boxer. He was a one-punch or a one-dimensional street fighter who got in condition. And guess what? I'll take those guys any day of the week. Straight up, let's talk about the, the uh, the son of Keith, uh, Keith Hunter of the Bounty Hunter, of course. Keith the Bounty Hunter 12-0, 7 knockouts. He's a lightweight doing his thing at Sam's Town last night. That was in Las Vegas and that. And now, I switch gears and bring in, of course, the sport of mixed martial arts. Is mixed martial arts really starting to lose its, is it starting to lose its thing? Is it starting to lose? I mean, think about this. It ain't getting front-page headlines like it used to be. And why isn't it? Because they had, the stars aren't there. They don't have any stars. I mean, $4.3 billion is what these people paid for the UFC. Of course, those are the these suckers that bought them, this pink elephant. That's what I call it because that's, that's four hundred that's $4,300 million. Holy, that's a lot of million dollars. $4,000. 4, I don't even want to talk about it, but at the end of the day, was it worth it? No, I don't think so. Of course, USC rocking and rolling last week. Um, not a big fight as far as the Auckland, New Zealand uh, era uh, a portion of the world is concerned, but they drew 10,000 people down there. Of course, talking about uh, Dan Hooker beating Paul Felder with the split decision in a lightweight main event. What can I say? You ho, 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 home. Not too much excitement there. But put it this way, there's not too much excitement in the USC, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Of course, USC 248 is going to come up next week, March the 7th. Tonight, the usc has got it going on as far as North Fork, Virginia. is concerned. It'll be on ESPN and ESPN Plus, I believe. Of course, it's uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah, they're 27th card. Wow, they had 27 cards in there already. At the end of the day, though, Jesse Benavides, Joseph Benavides, Jesse Benavides, my buddy from the Amateur Days, uh, taking on David Figueroa. Of course, that's going to be a catchweight, 527.5 pounds. There's a women's featherweight. Fight on the card, that is a 125 pounds. Of course, that's 145 pounds. That's 125 pounds in boxing. Uh, 145 pounds in mixed martial arts. Felicia Spencer, she can fight a little bit. Take it on Zara. Farm dos Santos. Dos Santos means she's probably from Brazil and related to Junior Santos. Speaking of Junior, if you haven't retired yet, you should retire, man. That ass whooping you took a few weeks ago, what can I say? All the weapons you've taken, they're going to come around day and they're going to say to you, hey, Junior, can you sign this? And he's going to grab a pencil. He doesn't know what to do. You can't take those kind of lickings and keep going. You just can't. Speaking of lickings and keep going, the guy I think is going to be the next world heavyweight champion, of course, of the world of mixed martial arts. And I think he should take his crack at the world of boxing as well is francis and yeah 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 he's been beaten three times as an mma fighter lost i think a fight as a pro but he has a decent uh chin and he hits hard i've never seen a guy hit this hard i mean he is the hardest hitter in the history of maybe combat sports i kid you not i really mean it he hits that hard so anybody he hits is going to take out some stiff in a couple of months take that back usc on ESPN. and that's going to go down from the uh uh, the home of Buster Douglas, Columbus, Ohio, the Nationwide Arena, March twenty 2020. That'll be on ESPN as well. Um, the guy he's taking on is a stand-up, straight-up, a stand-up, how can I put it this, a stand-up kickboxer, which means he's going down. He's going to try to fight standing up against the hardest puncher in the history of mixed martial arts and or combat sports, and Francis Ngannou, he's going to get drilled. Yeah, Ngannou lost three fights. He lost a fight early on. He lost the fight to uh, Derek Lewis, of course, that was after losing the World Heavyweight Championship match against Stipe Miocic. He had Miocic going in the first round. He couldn't sustain it. He couldn't sustain it. He just couldn't. I mean, after like a round and a half, he would go, <laughs> suck and win. And, you know, when you're sucking, win like that, looking an asthmatic, looking like an asthmatic, you're probably not going to win the fight. At the end of the night, though, if he knocks you out, it doesn't matter. And I think he knocks out Rosanee, of course, going down at the Nationwide Arena on ESPN. As far as the rest of the year is concerned, man, you got to talk about Khabib, of course, and Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, the guy that wanted, well, no, no, he didn't want to. He What, he, what did Tony Ferguson, he, Tony Ferguson, what's he known for? Pouring holy water on his wife. That's what he's known for, I kid you. No, no. Former lightweight UFC champion, 155 pounds. Never really lost the title. Got injured. Had a couple of serious injuries and came back from them. Of course, coming back from his most recent injury. But he's taken on the undefeated monster, Mr. Khabib. What can I say about Khabib other than that? He's 24-0, 27-0, 35-0. Whoever you talk to, he's undefeated. He beats people up in the gym. He's never lost a round in the gym. What am I trying to tell you? At the end of the night, this is going to be... Khabib's biggest test, but will it be a test at all? Tony Ferguson, one hell of a dude, doesn't spar. I think this is sort of cool. He doesn't spar. Doesn't spar at all. I think he should spar like a little bit before a fight, but he doesn't spar at all. And I realize he, why he doesn't spar. The combat sports, the residual effects of combat sports mm, are telling. And you see it now in mixed martial arts fighters. I see it around when I go to gyms. I don't want to say things to guys, but you, know, you can see they're like, just a, just a tad slow neurologically you can because I test them neurologically I ask them questions like you know how's this how's that and, and, you, and you see them thinking when they have to think and think and think it's not natural anymore in other words like one eye is off that's another one when you look at a lot of fighters now you look at a lot of fighters be it MMA or boxing you look at them straight on and one fight, one eye is just so slightly off a little bit mm, that's sort of a sign of neurological damage that's why I say Earl Spence will never be the same of course I'm talking about the undefeated lad from Dallas Texas IBF welterweight title give me a Fight with Earl Spence? Could I make 147? That's the only question. Because I'd be willing to fight Earl Spence. The guy gets tossed out of a car at 90 miles per hour. Tossed out of a car. You see this? You see the, see the car roll, and you see something come flying out of the car. Like, like what was that? No, that was Earl. That was early, in case you're not. So he lands, uh, says he doesn't break anything, but he lands, uh, on the ground, obviously, and at the end of the day, he's got neurological damage because you look at that right eye of his and there's blood, it was blood, the blood cells, I mean, were, the eye was bleeding. There's obviously no doubt about that. Of course, the DUI charge, the DUI charge afterwards, that's sort of a slap in the face after surviving a rollover at 90 miles per hour. But get this, he had no seatbelts on, he was loaded, driving a car at 90 miles per hour, and he had a gun. Cuddy, did he have a gun worth 10000 bucks? He had a pistol, a handgun worth $10,000. I mean, did this thing fire, did it fire golden bullets? No, no, no. That's the ghetto in them, guys. He had to have the, listen, some brothers can't, they just can't do it. You can't, you can take, use them. I'm giving you a lot of money, move out of the ghetto. You can't do it. Like Michael Carball, 1980 Olympic gold, uh, bronze medals of course, out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, he made it big, made big money as far as fighting in 108 pounds with chocolate, uh, with uh uh, Cuban, uh, I can't think of Gonzales now. Anyway, bottom line is Chicanito Gonzalez, and he made millions of dollars fighting them. Okay, and what did he do? He built a mansion in, in the ghetto. He built a mansion in the ghetto. He built a mansion in the ghetto, and, 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 and. It was firebombed and torched and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, probably a good, good, good idea if you got some money to move out of the ghetto. Speaking of moving out of the ghetto, never lived in the ghetto per se. But I'm talking about the kid from Oakland, California, uh, the Olympic gold medals from 2004, the retired, wow, multi-division champion, super middleweight and light heavyweight champion, Andre Ward. Undefeated now, of course, retired, won't come back. They offer him a lot of money. He won't do it. But he's living in Marin County. Yeah, good old Andre's living in Marin. He's probably the only black guy living in Marin, but he's over there in Marin County. More power to Andre Ward. Of course, his lovely wife, Tiffany, and those kids, man. Talk about the, the perfect family. I mean, I mean, Sugar Ray Leonard had flaws. You know, I knew both these families, both gold medalists, and both had the the wives and, like, you know, the TV commercial type of stuff, although Andre Ward didn't get that deep into it. But, you know, they both had these these fairy tale type of, of stories. I mean, like they meet each other when they're 13 and they're still together. Anyway, by the way, Ray Leonard's story was a big crock. Of course, Ray having the, uh, the, uh, the letter of the picture of Juanita in his sock next to him. I had a picture of, I had a, uh, an, an Ali autograph when I fought in my, uh, in my sock. Anyway, he had a picture of a Juanita in his sock when he fought in the 1976 Olympics. Of course, he would go on and have like one or two kids with a Juanita and then that would go South. But, Andre Ward was with Tiffany like from day one, like they were thirteen, fourteen years old, and they never ever parted. Sort of like John Lennon and Yoko Ono, or, or maybe or Paul McCartney and Linda Linda and Linda, Linda Eastman Kodak or whatever Linda. It's just incredible. It's just incredible. They're still together to this day. I don't think you never read anything in the paper about Andre Ward. Never read anything in in the paper about him or his wife having a beef, this and that. It just didn't happen. They are the consummate couple, and I want to congratulate them. Of course, as we enter 2020, you know, not too many people can say have really, really risen from risen from the from the ashes. And they, and he really rose from the ashes. I mean, he had nothing. I mean, he was pushing cars around a. A parking lot, pushing station wagons around a parking lot in like two thousand nineteen ninety nine and two thousand, in order to get strong. That's how they did it. Him and his his trainer. I kid you not. But that's how they did things. They did things old school, and they did it well. And I congratulate him, of course. Announced in this past, I guess, about a fortnight ago, that he will not be coming back, no matter how much money they offer him. And I look at him and I say to myself, right on. Right, right on, Andre. You know, you could be the one guy that walked away and said, you know, I've got my senses. I've got my faculties. Why do I need any more money? I've got as much money I think I can spend for the rest of my life. My kids will be okay. What do I? Greed is not part of Andre Ward's forte. Thank goodness. Of course, tonight, on the zone, we got him rocking. Mikey Garcia. Hope Mikey gets licked by a stamp. Shouldn't like a stamp. Shouldn't say that. I mean, yeah, I should. Yeah, I should. Because, you know, Mikey's, Mikey's a cop out. I just don't like guys that that, you know they just they show up to get paid, and that's what it is. He shows up to get paid. I'm trying not to get hurt. I mean, against Spence, he didn't throw a punch, he he didn't land the punch. And of course, when I go to the boxing the retired boxers association meetings once a month at the sons of italy hall out there in the excelsior those guys are defending mikey garcia like you wouldn't believe it's like mikey garcia is like like they got stock in him or something like that and they're not mexicans they're italian guys it's like all mikey garcia i have no idea mikey garcia should be arrested for impersonating a professional fighter because a professional fighter gets in condition and he fights at his best weight against the best that he can meet if you are the top upper echelon of professional boxing that's what it's all about and mikey garcia i don't think is there tonight he may have a, he may have an easy mark here. We'll talk about that after the break. Straight up, boxy the zones. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline broadcast network, iHeartRadio, Series, XM, Satellite Radio, and of course the American Forces Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Did he hurt you or
0: your children? No, no. He no, just, you're okay. We really, just random stuff. You know, like. He puts holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station?
1: Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it?
0: The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your
1: pocket 800-932-1749 800-932-1749 800-932-1749 that's 800-932-1749 hey travelers do you want to save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right
6: call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares
1: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
5: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. So I'm
3: sitting in this restaurant in Vallejo, California the night, right? And, you know, this coronavirus crap is going around, and there's this kid, this sniveling kid sitting next to me like a table across, and he's with his mother, and uh he, he keeps sneezing and coughing, and he's crying and the whole nine yards. So I'm starting to get a little weird on this one because he sneezed, sneezed like several times. He's coughing several times, and, and he's a kid. You know, kids are germ carriers. no know about it. So I look over at the mom, and I say something. So the mom says to him three times, oh, you're shivering, baby. You're shivering. I look over, and the kid's shaking. So I get up, and I leave. But I want to say to, say to myself, if ever there was a woman that could have skipped a meal, this was a woman that could have skipped the meal and left us not not with this germaphobe, of this germ, this germ carrier i 'm talking about her or son, her son coughing all over the hotel, all over the restaurant i can 't believe that be, listen it was an Asian restaurant, or they would have said something. And the bottom line is, of course, I'm staying away from all Chinatown. I work near Chinatown, but I'm not going into Chinatown. You Listen, you have to take precautions. I'm telling you, take the very best precautions. And wash your hands a lot. You know, I mean, a lot. Wash your hands a lot. Get disinfected, sprayed around public areas where, of course, you know, doorknobs, that kind of stuff. You know, don't have to go crazy off doorknobs. But, you know, coming out of the bathrooms, I don't touch doorknobs anyway. If you do, you're a fool. At the bottom line is, the bottom line is at the end of the day is common sense will probably carry you through this if you're in decent health. If you're not in decent health. Yikes! This might be this might be like uh, like the, like the plague. I kid you not. This is going to be a killer, no doubt about it. Whether it's man made or not, and I've heard rumors of that. I'm not going to go there. What I'm trying to tell you is, prepare yourself for the worst, and hopefully it'll be less than the worst. Straight up, this is ring talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. Not talking health, but every once in a while we got to do get healthy here. Of course, Iran Barkley losing the world middleweight championship, WBC version. February 24th, 1989, I was there in Atlantic City, of course, to the great Roberto, hands of stone, Duran, hands off to him, every, every show I get, of course, he was the greatest fighter of all time, Mike Tyson, I think that Duran was the greatest of all time, bar none, pound for pound, I mean, go on and on, but the end of the day is, Roberto got hands of stone, beat Barkley, of course, that was a hell of a fight, knocking him out in the 11th round, one of the greatest combinations thrown in the history of the sport. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, 35, make that 36-plus years now, of radio presence. Check us out Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, live on iHeartRadio and Sirius XM, satellite radio channel 211. of course, live always on sportsbyline.com. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin out. most importantly, can you believe Dante Walker is still bitching about that loss? Hey!